Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Naked Gaming Podcast with Chris Barrow, that's me, and Lee Milner. That's me! It is! How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Really good, nice yes. One. Living the dream. Always. It's worth saying that uh, very recently, the new Tamagotchis have actually arrived. I brought mine with me. Yeah, well, today. the thing is, you weren't supposed to actually no, know, open the box just... and crack it open already, and we're supposed to do that next month Look as at part them. of a... Right. They're massive! That is an absolute beast. That's the size, bigger than the size of the part of my hand. It's quite a, a monster one. So you've got the pink one and I've got the purple one. They're super cute, though. Also, apparently our new style Tamagotchis, specially ordered from America, by the way, which you can't get in the UK, <laughs> at great expense, <laughs> at great expense. They have special characters. So I've got a special character that you can't get and you've got a special one that I can't get. And these can marry each other, can't they? Yeah, so next month's objective for our review of these new Tamagotchis is to see if it's possible for us to get our own ones married because that's what we're doing in February. Mine's got to live past one day first. Yeah. Shall we remind ourselves of what happened? No! I no I, actually, let's remind ourselves of what happened again when you looked after the retro Tamagotchi. Pancake face is dead. I don't think he lasted 24 hours. Oh dear. Oh dear. Anyway, our July episode focused on gaming addiction. My partner used to approach me quite a lot uh, when I would come in from work. And try and stop me playing the computer, trying to get me to spend time with her and my children. Uh, you can download that episode now and subscribe to this podcast. If you want to share your stories with us as well, you can email gaming at nakedscientists.com. Now, this month, simulator fans were taken by surprise when Microsoft recently announced that Flight Simulator was coming back, releasing sometime next year. I don't know if you know this, but Flight Simulator apparently has the Guinness World Record for the longest-running video game series ever. No! It started in 1982, so that's a lot of simulating flights. Wow, that's pretty old. So... I've always wondered this, what's the attraction of simulator games? They're not particularly my favourite, but I know plenty of other people who spend hours on them. Yeah, we're going to do a simulator special this month. Uh, my favourite moment of what we did was you playing Goat Simulator. Okay, I, like, I actually did like that one. So my tongue is now stuck on the other goat's bottom. I mean, I'm sure it's going to have like some sort of animal charity <laughs> after that gaming uh, company. But no, it's very entertaining. Okay, so we'll hear that later on. And Lee, you've been following this story about a boy from Essex who won nearly a million pounds at the Fortnite World Cup. That's loads of money. That is loads of money. What would you spend a million pounds on? I don't know. I mean, if I was a gamer, I'd probably buy more games, but <laughs> so boring, isn't it? <laughs> Not a house, not a car. Do you know what I'd never you know, buy? Do you know something ne- for me. I'd never buy a gaming chair because no. I don't understand what the difference is between a gaming chair and a normal chair. But having said that, I would like to do a feature on gaming chairs one month just to see hey, what the I'll, point is. I'll test them out. <laughs> it means just sitting down for a month. Okay. Uh, as for new releases, Sky Children of the Light is the latest game from the team that made Journey. That's one of my favourite games. This time it's been released on Apple devices, which is a new move for them. 
and it looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. We'll also be reviewing Effie, a 3D action adventure game, a bit like Spyro the Dragon and Zelda, but with a Viking that skateboards on a magic shield. Yeah, that really happens. Uh, we're also going old school in retro revival, and I challenged our roller coaster reporter, Alex Rhodes, to a game of the classic theme park simulator, Roller Coaster Tycoon. So the challenge is who can get more guests in the first park, which is called Forest Frontiers, by the end of year one. Okay, we seem to be having a bit of a vomit crisis at the park. Uh, but what I have learned is one, not only just how to hire the handymen who clean up the sick, but also you can rename them. I wonder what he's going to name them. We'll find out who is the champions at the end of the show. First today, our Fortnite correspondent, Lee Milner, has the latest from the Fortnite World Cup. With a whopping $30 million prize pool, the first ever Fortnite World Cup took place early this month at the Billie Jean King National Tennis Centre in New York. Now, if you've never played the game before, think of Minecraft mixed with The Hunger Games. The world of Fortnite is filled with places to explore and loot to scavenge. Collect building and crafting materials while travelling across landscapes where no two are ever the same. Over 40 million players attempted to qualify, but only 100 finalists had a shot at winning the top prize of $3 million. That's a lot of money for 16-year-old Karl Buger Giersdorf from the US, who, after six rounds, was eventually the last man standing in the solo competition. Well done, Kyle. Ladies and gentlemen, there's no way anyone beats him. Your Fortnite World Champion, The biggest individual prize victory in competitive gaming history. Now, it was Nyrox and Aqua who won the doubles. But here in the UK, Jaden Ashman, otherwise known as Wolfies, stole the headlines. He might have come second alongside his Dutch teammate Dave Jong, making them both millionaires. But he did it using a controller rather than the usual mouse and keyboard. The results are in. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to the first ever Fortnite World Champions, Aqua and Nyrox! It's now led to fans creating a controller gang. Yes, that's a real thing. Celebrating players who use this more difficult method of control. Like many parents, though, Jaden's mum hated him playing on the game so much that she's admitted to throwing his Xbox and his headset in the bin. Sacrilege. But don't worry, there is a happy ending. Now that he's a millionaire, he can afford to buy another console and he's promised his mum he'll carry on studying for his exams. Thank you, Lee. And controller players of the world, Jaden has proven that it can be done. Power up. Also, a few other bits of esports news. As a new study suggests that esports revenue will grow fivefold by the year 2024, we've also just had the FIFA E World Cup recently, with 47 million viewers across the tournament. Moorba was crowned champion, winning a quarter of a million dollars. And there we go! 15 years Germany have waited for a world champion to step up. 
Also, a tournament called the International for Dota 2 has an even bigger prize pool than Fortnite. It's underway as we record this, but the total prize on offer is at least $33 million. That's an absolutely huge amount of money. It sure is. And finally, Celtic Football Club have signed an esports team to compete in the Call of Duty World League Championships. It makes them the first UK football club to seriously invest outside of football title FIFA. Celtic's business manager said this is a great opportunity in an esports area where we see almost no engagement from professional football clubs. The competition, which got more than 7 million Twitch views last year, has a prize of more than £1.6 million. Do you feel like you've done enough work now with all that reading? Yeah. Can I go now? Yeah, that's enough now. That's the most amount of reading I've ever said. Stop kidding around, Snake. Microsoft recently announced a new version of Flight Simulator coming in 2020. So this month, we're looking at why people decide to spend hours playing simulators. Yeah, it's our simulator special. And a few weeks ago, the first ever Farming Simulator League took place at FarmCon in Haasfinkel in Germany. Yeah, the format was 3v3 championship to determine who is best in the field. They actually said that themselves. Oh, really? I, I love that's their genuine <laughs> pun, so I like it. Good, good, good. <laughs> well, the prize pool was eleven thousand euros, not as much as Fortnite though, or the Dota Two Championships, the international. But it's early days. Now, I caught up with Lars Malcharek, esports coordinator at Giant Software. They developed Farming Simulator, and he actually organised this first ever Farming Simulator League. It all started out with a mini game we created two years ago where you had to stack 20 bales, and the faster you are, the better you are, basically. That's it. Um, We created that one. We pushed it out. People loved it. And we were like, well, let's do it again. Let's see how they react when we do it again. We did it again, and people loved it again. And everyone told us, look, competitive farming would be cool because that's something that exists in real life. There is something like tractor pulling or speed plowing, all these things. And people love to play competitive. So we sat together one day. I'm a huge esports fan. I love watching esports. I watch pretty much everything that's going on except for the Fortnite World Championships because they had the same time as my event. But uh, I just love esports. So I was like, look, we can come up with something here. So we came up with a game that's more strategy than really fast-paced. And yeah, that's where we are now. And we actually proved that anything can be in esports if you think about the game and the community. And that's what I hope we can do. Now, there's been some criticism. I know you didn't watch Fortnite, but there's been some criticism uh, of Fortnite and other esports as well. People say, well, you know, it's not really a sport. Isn't it sad and stuff? Now, I obviously don't think that. I think it's a great thing. But what do you say to people who are kind of saying, why are you doing farming simulator leagues online? Shouldn't you be doing something else? I personally don't agree, no. I think... Having competitive gaming is something that people love, right? When I was super young, I played Street Fighter against my friends at home or uh, WWF wrestling or anything. Obviously, people love watching other players play against each other, be it Fortnite or League of Legends or whatever. I mean, games are made to have fun. And if people watching it are having fun, then I think we do the right thing. And that's exactly where we stand with Farming Simulator or with the Farming Simulator League. It obviously is the right thing to do. Talk us through the winners then. Was there one person who stood out from this actual championships, this league, or was it you know various different winners in various different events? The winning team was Trelleborg, and I think it was because of their leader, Felix. He's a very young guy, but he's very clever, and he's a really, really good player. 
he came just up with strategies that worked so well that he could beat everyone else. There was a French team competing. They were called SDL. And when they started playing, no one knew them before, right? They came out of nothing and started beating everyone. They were so good. And they lost against Trelleborg just because Felix came up with a fantastic strategy to beat them. And it worked. And afterwards, he told me, look, I knew that it either works or we lose within two minutes. But, you know, it is what it is. So we tried and we won. Just finally, your plans for the future. Are you going to come back next year? I know you're obviously just in the the recent aftermath of it and you probably want a few days off and everything. But are you going to come back with this? I think we will. Um, So this league is running for a year. And we have the what we call World Championships, even if it's technically more a European competition right now, um, next summer. And then afterwards, we're going to look into this and see, did it work? Did people enjoy it? Did people like it? Do we still have sponsors backing up? Because without sponsors, it will be a little bit hard to maintain everything. But our plan is to keep this for the foreseeable future. Lars Malcharek. Good luck for next year. I know he won't bail out. That's top work. <laughs> Happy simulated farming. Hadouken! So for Retro Revival this month, I set colleague and simulator enthusiast Alex Rhodes a challenge. Lay down the gauntlet here. It's a game from both of our childhoods, Rollercoaster Tycoon, which is a theme park simulator, where, shockingly, you manage a theme park where you build rides and food outlets and hire mechanics and handymen. Did you ever play this one? Yeah. I did, did you? Yeah. I used to create hell parks. So what? I'd trap people in the park and I'd delete the exit to the park. And then but I'd get rid of all... Something's seriously wrong with you. And then I'd like get rid of all the food outlets and then I'd also try and... This is... I mean, I had... You a, do know what the aim of the game is, Yeah, right? you're supposed to keep them all happy right. and, and well So you're fed. doing the total opposite. Yeah. Um, now you know. I'm, I'm learning loads about you. I was seven. And deeply and that, disturbed. that makes it better? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Rollercoaster Tycoon originally was released in 1999 for computers, so 20 years ago. Can't believe it, actually. Yeah. Uh, now, though, you can get it on iPhone, Android, or Steam. It's called Rollercoaster Tycoon Classic, which is basically the same game. It includes the parks from Rollercoaster Tycoon 2, Wacky Worlds, which is one of the expansions, and also there's one called Time Twister, which I never played, but it's there anyway. The only real difference is that mostly you can't charge an entrance fee to any of your parks, which is a bit weird. People can't afford it anymore. (laughs) Sign of the economy. Well, I used to charge 80 quid to get into my parks. I know. It was a good part. That's more than one certain theme park that I used to go to quite a lot. Yeah, it is. Wow. Uh, So the challenge for Alex then, I played this first level of the game Forest Frontiers. There's a screenshot on our Twitter page. This is of me having completed the main objective by the end of year one with 1,012 guests. So can he beat that? Right, okay. So I think the last time I played Roller Coaster Tycoon, it was probably on something that was using Windows 98, <laughs> maybe Windows 97. I can't really remember when it came out, but it's a very long time ago. I was always more of a um, theme hospital guy, but you know, that's not going to stop me from absolutely spanking Chris. He got 1,012 visitors uh, at the end of Forest Frontiers level. Okay, let's see if I can do better than that. Oh, there we go. Right, so, start new park. Uh, Forest Frontiers. Boom. Here we go. Okay, so wow, it's a big sort of green leafy area. All I've got at the moment is the entrance and a short little path. Other than that, absolutely nothing. So, start with something easy. Start with something easy. Pirate ship. Classic. So, let's put that here. Now, it's starting to rain. Great start. Test run. There's no time to test run. We get going. We straight away. 
There's no benefits in a test run. Not at all. Okay, so we've got the pirate thing. I've opened the park. So guests are going to come flooding in to go on my one ride. The pirate ship. We need something else. Um, haunted house. Perfect. It's a good start, maybe. We'll catch up with Alex later on. Busy night, but there's always room for another. Let's carry on with our simulator special. And this month, announced on Twitter, it's Woodwork Simulator. Yeah, really. Irregular Corporation, who designed the game, say, Saw, drill, lathe, chisel, construct. You will not believe what you can create. Oh, dear. It's a Panfield show this month. Well, John Duffel is a fan of the show. Hi, John. He's been involved in a sailing simulator called Sail Away. Sail Away, Sail Away. <laughs> and also PC Building Simulator. And he actually designed this latest release, Woodwork Simulator. We tried to sort of make it as realistic as we could, really, in terms of being able to make things out of wood, um, which was quite a technical challenge. You will eventually have all the tools at your disposal. Um, at the moment, we've got uh, all the hand tools. You've got a saw, and you've got a plane, and a chisel, and you've got wood glue. And um, you, with those tools, you can actually make an awful lot of things. I saw a really funny review that build the game as like the dark souls of woodwork and stuff like that. You've obviously got a really good kind of tongue-in-cheek spirit about it, because it, it's like it's a really unusual game isn't it? you know to come up with a concept for something like that it's, it's just kind of unusual yeah um i mean the concept was born out of a hobby really i'm quite into woodwork myself was banging on about it in the office and um someone chirped up and said we should do a woodworking simulator and then as a designer i was like that's a very good idea so um yeah it, it sort of started there really um we do have some we put in some some templates for you to make the birdhouse being the first one that you come across so that's why you see loads of birdhouses <laughs> um seems to be going well so far yeah you've hinted at sort of what is the actual attraction of simulation games i can understand certain ones more than others like for example if you wanted to fly a plane like flight simulator i totally get because you know you can be a pilot could you realistically fly a plane I can actually understand Woodwork Simulator more than some of the other ones as well, to be honest, because how good would I be at being a carpenter without actually sort of accidentally chopping off my own fingers? Is that kind of part of the part of the fun, do you think, there? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Um, and I think there's something ironic in that, you know, instead of actually doing the DIY in the house, you are doing it on a computer instead. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think... People don't have time necessarily to learn all of the skills to do something, but um, they have lots of ideas in their head and they, they like the idea or the way that they will run something um, or make something, you know, running a business. I think that's what they quite like, the fact that they don't need to put in the hard graft to learn how to do something. They can just get going and, you know, produce stuff and make things. John Duffill, and if you want to play Woodwork Simulator, there's a free demo available on itch.io. Why wouldn't you give it a go? Wouldn't. Wouldn't get... Very yeah, good. I'm on a roll today. <laughs> now, let's check back in with the original roller coaster tycoon himself, Alex Rhodes. How's he getting on with his challenge? To get more than 1,012 guests in Forest Frontiers by the end of year one. Last we heard, he had a pirate ship and a haunted house. That was it. No, I think we need a proper roller coaster. It is roller coaster tycoon, after all. Wooden roller coaster. Boom. We got oh we've got an option here so Black Widow brainstorm Tinder Tinder there's one called Tinder now if there's one thing I know about Tinder is that it definitely has its ups and downs uh, let's try build that oh it's massive right okay maybe if I just put it over there oh I don't have enough money oh, I can't use that earned so for the second time in my life I'm swearing off Tinder things are going badly 
I'm going to admit, um, I've made two critical errors. One, I built a helter-skelter slidey thing, but I elevated it, and now I don't know how to get the path as high, so none of the guests can actually climb up to see it, which is good. The other thing is I also forgot to hire any staff. Could that be a fatal error? I'm quietly confident that I'm going to win, but you'll have to wait and see. Before we go to our new releases this month, there's a few simulators that we have to just mention here. Uh, Train Driving Simulator, which really exists. The Sims, (laughs) obviously, which lots of people play. My favourite. I like The Sims a lot. Uh, And what I would describe as a cult hit, Goat Simulator. Now, what's this about? Yeah, so you hadn't heard of it, so I decided to make you play it. Goat Simulator. Right, so we're on the menu screen and we can see a town. Uh, L is run, X to jump and run on the wall. (laughs) Okay. So now I'm a goat. Yay! Okay. He looks like a dopey goat. Let's call him Billy. Right, so there's another goat. Hi, goat. What happens if I headbutt him? (laughs) Oh, KO'd him. He's not getting up. So my tongue is now stuck on the other goat's bottom. (laughs) What kind of game is this? Do you want me to just weigh in at this point and just tell you that you don't have to stay within the pen? Yeah, but I think I've killed my goat. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a control you can press, which is circle, and it just lies around on the ground. And it looks, well, your goat looks dead. So hitting your head on every single fence doesn't work. Okay. Oh, he makes noises. How do I do that? (laughs) 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 We should, what's the song? What's the song? I knew you were trouble when you walked in. (laughs) (gasps) I've done it. I celebrate by falling down. Okay, I'm out of the pen. I don't know how I did that. So this is where I cause disaster. (laughs) Okay, I'm running on the highway. I'm chasing a truck. I'm hoping that my tongue sticks to the truck. Whoa, I just nearly caused a car crash. Okay, there's a bunch of protesters. Try jumping, which is X. Oh, Oh, okay. That's how you get out of the fence for future reference. (laughs) Oh, no, I just... I just killed somebody. I'm now standing on somebody. I'm standing on a protester and she's twitching. It's not looking good. Let me just do one more thing to add to your goat simulator experience. This is something I only discovered the other day, uh, which is that you can add a jetpack onto your goat for no reason at all. Oh, my goodness. Can he fly? Uh, Whoa! It does fly. (laughs) Oh! Oh, wow. So if you press triangle, it flies. I'm now looking down onto the city. Let's fly again. (laughs) Super goat. I tried jumping over a sun lounger. Now I'm in the sea. (laughs) I'm not even touching the controls. Let me put the controls down. I think we just need to stop the game right there and turn it off. Best game ever. It sounds like you had fun, though, with that, didn't you? I loved it. I think it's more entertainment than actually serious gaming. It's not really a game game, is it? It's more like a sort of sandboxy type Well, you play thing. it for about 20 minutes and then that's it. So as long as it's free... Is it free? No. All oh, right. <laughs> How much did you pay for I that? I think it was about 10 quid or something. <gasps> no. Yeah. 
It's the fact you spent that money. We could have gone out for dinner on that. What, for 10 quid? <laughs> Where do you want to go? <laughs> You're going to say something, then, Yeah, you? no, all right. M- muck food. Mm. Muck goat. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Naked Gaming Podcast with Lee Milner and Chris Barrow. Time to look at new releases, and this month the makers of Journey released their latest game called Sky Children of the Light, which got to one million downloads in the first five days of release. If you haven't played Journey before, this was very visually similar, beautiful kind of looking game. The same essential character which can't speak. You go across these massive landscapes. There's really amazing music, actually. And in this one, there's more of an emphasis on jumping and flying around through the clouds and things like that and coming across other players. Released on Apple devices, which is a new move for them as well. They normally release for PlayStation and things like that. But there's a lot more to this one. I absolutely love this game. How long did you play it for, just out of Uh, interest? 15 minutes, because that's all I had time for. But I thought the graphics were beautiful. It's such a... I think it's the most beautiful mobile game I've ever played. The sound is fantastic, and it actually tells you right at the start, it has a little sign which says something like, music is 50% of the game or something. I wanted to carry on playing it, and I normally download a game and then delete it. Yeah. And this one's actually stayed on... It's still on the phone. It's still on the phone. Hey, that's so, good. So, and it's free to play. But basically, yeah, you, you unlock musical instruments, hairstyles, different levels, leave messages for other players. You can even invite your own uh, friends to play with you, make friends, and, and you get candles. Yeah, the candles thing is interesting. It seems like quite a positive game. You know, candles can be converted into hearts, and then you can use them to buy hairstyles. Yeah. As it gets further down the line, some of the levels get a bit darker. So mm. if you're young on the younger side, you might be actually quite scared by those levels. I found them quite scary, to be honest with you. Uh, the controls, how did you find them? Because I found them fiddly to start no, with. No, I, I, it's you were okay. quite easy. Yeah. Well, luckily, they were fiddly, I think, before they did an update, but that update has improved them loads. And right. it's just, it's really, really good. I mean, what would you give it? Out of 10? I mean, I'm going for a really strong 9 out of 10 for this. And the fact that it's free to play as well. I mean, you can spend money buying candles and getting season passes, which gives you challenges. But yeah, 9 out of 10. And I'm harder to please. I'll give it an 8. That's still good for you. I know. Amazing. <laughs> I'm harsh. Go and get it now. It's good. It is good. Uh, free to play now on Apple devices. What have we got? The next new release is called Effie, developed by Inverge Studios. It's a 3D action-adventure game, a bit like Zelda, but you play as someone who looks like a Viking. You can skateboard on a magical shield. I mean, what else could you want? A story about a beautiful red metal. (laughs) Magical places. Valuable treasures. Fearsome creatures. An old man, his magic shield, and of course, an evil witch. (laughs) So it looked amazing in the trailer, which is why I decided to buy this game. Uh, I didn't actually ask you to play it because it was so bad. And the reason why (laughs) is because it's like a really basic, basic platform game. Right. And I got immediately annoyed because they spelt the word disappointment wrong. And then... Grammar alert. Grammar police. Grammar police. And then the main character, this kind of Viking guy, he kept saying, I felt an urge within me. I was like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> Stop feeling an urge within you. 
were you actually playing the game? Chris, I don't or really you, know. Were you watching something else? <laughs> I don't really know. And then there was a moment where it says, our hero treaded on the tile on the floor. And it's like, no, he trod on the tile. So there's just a lot <laughs> wow. of grammar. Mis- I'm really annoyed about the grammar you're ra- of this you're, game. You're really annoyed, aren't I'm you? I'm furious. Okay. Effie, incidentally, is the girl that you're telling this story to. Okay. Um, but it took about an hour to get through the tutorial level, escaping from some kind of temple or other. Then I got to the skateboarding bit on the shield yeah. as a Viking. That sounds th- amazing. Through like a red, beautiful, flowery meadow, which was amazing. And like really fast pace. But then you went back to the really boring platforming everywhere uh. you ended up. So that amazing bit was counteracted by the fact that the rest of it was really rough. Wait, what's, your, what's the aim of the game? He's telling his, I think it's his child, Effie, the story of how he became you know a legend essentially uh by the fireplace incidentally at the beginning and then there's weird ghost bad guys that you have to fight you can't grab onto certain ledges but you can grab onto other ones which doesn't make any sense so what you're saying chris is that this is rubbish what i'm saying is i saved you from playing this game thanks so much how much was it it was like 15 quid i know why are you spending all of our money on rubbish games disgraceful uh three out of ten maybe even two out of ten i know Maybe for the kids only. 15 plus I, 10. You could definitely have taken me out for a dinner. A pizza. Well, I'll take a pizza over this game and the other a goat. I suppose simulator. with this game, you didn't even get anything. Exactly. Um, I would recommend instead to play Prince of Persia Sands of Time, which is a much better platformer. Uh, but it's out now on PS4, fifteen ninety nine actually. <laughs> Coming later this year to Steam as well. Galland felt an urge within him. Back to Alex Rhodes now playing Rollercoaster Tycoon to finish our simulator special this month. How's he getting on and will he beat me? My target of 1,012 guests is looking pretty good, I have to say. I managed to figure out how to elevate and lower um, the pavement so people can actually go on the rides. Uh, Other bad news as well, I think this is a small glitch or maybe I've just ticked the wrong option, but I accidentally swiped because I've got big fat thumbs. uh, I swiped um, my phone and brought up one of the options menus from the phone. uh, And then when I went back, the sound stopped working. So uh, the sound should be on. I've turned it on, but it's uh, gone quiet. So eerie silence covers the park at the moment. No joyous screams, just awkward silence, uh, which is fine. But... Uh, We've got 218 guests now. That seems like not a lot compared to Chris. I'm in June at the moment. I've still still got a while, so I've got time to make it up. Okay, we seem to be having a bit of a vomit crisis at the park. Uh, But what I have learned is, one, not only just how to hire the handymen who clean up the sick, but also you can rename them. So I've got two. Uh, I've set their duties just to vomit scrubbing. uh, And I've named them Chris and Lee. Funds are running low. I'm down to around £2,600. So it's time for drastic measures. The most sinister of all techniques. Oh yes, charging to go to the toilet. £2 a pop. £2 to spend a penny, baby. The rest of the park is just in disarray. What am I on? 411 September. Oh man, I'm never going to do it at this rate. Chris and Lee, the handymen, are doing a terrible job. The vomit is building up all over the place, especially around the roller coaster. Oh, it's finished. Oh, oh 493 that's not even half of what Chris got. Oh, that's so annoying. I don't. How did he do this? How did he press so many people in here? I'm not happy with that. I'm not happy with that at all. I mean, I passed a level, but not by a massive amount. You win this round, Chris. You win this round. Epic fail. Yes, it's good oh to be the dear. champion. Oh, dear. I also had that sound glitch that he had. 
interestingly as well. But apart from that, I mean, I've been playing this so much. I mean, this is the perfect game if you're travelling somewhere for 20 minutes or so. It looked a bit fiddly, though. Is it fiddly? It is a bit fiddly. uh, And I have big thumbs. Mm. So it's not getting a 10. I'd probably give Rollercoaster Tycoon, this classic version, an 8 out of 10. But it's really cheap. Yeah, it's only five ninety nine on Apple and Android. A bit more expensive on Steam, but as you say, well worth the money. By the way, if you think you can beat my score of 1,012 guests in Forest Frontiers by the end of year one, send us your screenshot of Forest Frontiers with the people clapping because they love it at the end of your park where they go, yay, <laughs> and then they let go of all their balloons. Oh, it's the best. Anyway, uh, gaming at nakedscientists.com. Well, that's it for this month. The new style Tamagotchis have arrived, as we Woo-hoo! mentioned, all the way from America. They took three weeks to come here. How do you turn it on? Well, the thing is, with the retro ones, you pulled out a tab, but <gasps> don't break it because it's, these were so expensive. These were like 65 hang quid. On, hang on. Please don't break it. Can I just point out while we have time at the end of the podcast, when you played the classic Tamagotchi months ago, you mm-hmm. said, oh, I know I'm an adult now because I read the instructions. You proceeded to read instruction one which said pull out the tab. Hang and it, on then. And then you didn't read instruction two, which said set the time. So you waited five hours for your egg to hatch. Hang on a minute. Have we put batteries in these? I don't, oh, don't tell me I've got to buy batteries. I I've already, got to buy batteries. already paid 65 quid for these bad boys. Are you joking me? You can me? call on the way home from work. Go get your screwdriver. Thanks very much, everybody. So our challenge for next month will be, can we firstly get batteries for these digital pets? And secondly, can we get them to get married like we'll be doing in February? Sorry, I'm just busy trying to get the Tamagotchi going. How much did you say they were? 65 quid each. That's... No batteries, That's five chairs we could have at our wedding. (laughs) Send them back. No. We need more things for the wedding. Anyway, if you'd like to get in touch, remember you can email gaming at nakedscientist.com and you can now tweet us, which is great, at Naked Gaming Pod. Can I tell you the the quick story behind the Naked Gaming Pod, which is that I thought it would be very fun and light-hearted to set the birthday of the Naked Gaming Pod to January the 21st, 2019, when this show was born. And then I got locked out of it and Twitter said, you're not 13 years old, so you're not allowed a Twitter account. Please send us a picture of your passport to prove who you are. So that, it it, it was locked. They'll be eating their words when we get that blue tick. (laughs) Yeah, once they restart that programme. Please also sponsor this show so we can afford to get married. That's my little... uh... Yes, please. Little plea. Uh, you can read uh, more about these items. There's transcripts of the interviews. There's supplementary links to the games, pictures at nakedscientist.com. And you can also leave your comments there and your own reviews as well. Yes, please. I also asked people on Twitter what their favourite simulator games were. Last month's guest, Dr. Pete Etchells, says Pizza Tycoon was a favourite of his. Uh, he played Pizza Tycoon? Yeah, I remember that one. I never played that yeah, one. Yeah, that was a good one. We got some other messages as well. Yep, Stephen Richards says, I used to love playing this on my Atari ST, and it's a picture of F-16 combat pilot. Yeah, what a game that is. That's really retro. That's retro. Hazel also says, I like Theme Hospital. The weird uh, medical conditions that needed cures like having the head popped yeah, and reinflated were always I fun. This. I actually had that one. That was bizarre. <laughs> and it's made me into the human being I am today. Wow, your medical knowledge is influenced by that, for sure. <laughs> so again, please review this podcast wherever you are listening if you do, I'll give Bailey the rabbit a treat. You cannot bribe the people by saying I'm going to feed my be fat fine. rabbit. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. I'm fat as well, though, so it's fine. Why well, he's not disagreeing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we hope you enjoyed our simulator special. In fact, this is really a podcast simulator. You can stop playing it now. Game over. Game over.